Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dow Tone, the producer, bringing that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Right now. Guess who? Nobody got nothing on us. You're locked in to the greatest station. It's the KOP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. It's the KOP Aftermath. You're locked into the man. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the another exciting podcast here. It is the KOP Aftermath. Welcome back to the show. Of course, we're in the studio. T, of course, we got Tyrus Lester in the building, ladies and gentlemen. And I had to start off with the intro like that because, you know, a lot of people thought that we we're going to get canceled today because of the storm. Yes, we're in the studio. And yes, it's thundering and it's raining. But we wanted to give you guys a show. I was not passing down today's show, T, because it is a Wednesday. And typically, if you guys don't know what we do on Wednesday nights we do like three podcasts a week and then Thursdays and Fridays we kind of take a break and we work on our, our shows or our films or whatever we got to work on and then Saturday Sunday and Monday we officially close so of course I went to bring you guys a podcast simply today because I had a great day and there's so much that we need to talk about on today's episode so uh, I'm gonna do my very best to kind of cover everything ladies and gentlemen so again like I say welcome to another exciting episode of KOP Aftermath I'm your host Gil Kennedy Lucas We've got Tyrus Lester in the building. Make sure we sound good for our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6, the radio station. So uh, we have everything hooked up and ready to go. But if you guys do hear thunder, I'm sorry. It, it's been that day. It's been a very gloomy, sad, rainy day. Um, it just, I, I hate it when it rains, y'all. Let me tell you, I really hate it when it rains and it's thundering and it's cloudy all day because it just ruins the mood. And it just ruins the mood, right? Because, you know, it's thundering, it's raining, and you can't do all the things you want to do today because it's raining. So um, quite a few things of ours here at KLP Entertainment got canceled because of the rain. So uh, I knew one thing that we just couldn't cancel for you guys. We couldn't cancel today's show because I want to give you guys a show for today. And of course, before we get on to the topic of conversation, of course, stay tuned later for Spotify video, YouTube, and uh, Daily Motion at KLP Entertainment. Of course, we got episode two of our spinoff series, The Hitman, will be released. And also, we're streaming it on KLP Entertainment Network over at twitch.tv. All you guys got to go to is twitch.tv slash KLP Entertainment. It's there. You guys can see all of our shows on Fox News. 
you guys can see the KOP Aftermath show, obviously streaming on Twitch. And of course, a new series, a spin-off series from 101 Games and of course, uh, Horizon Pictures, The Hitman. Of course, we're putting a little spin to it. Episode 2 is going to be released this week. I can't wait because we've been working nonstop behind the scenes in our animation studios so that way we can produce a good show. Now, T enough about KLP Entertainment news of course you know about it because I text you about it I met with Ox Speaks today a little bit of college news uh, before we get on to the, the juiciness of today's show um, and you did ask me how was the meeting and I said I'm gonna wait until I talk about it here on the show because we just we, there's so much we've got to talk about so I did meet with Nicholas and um, blanking out on the young lady's name um, I hate that I'm blanking out on her name because I really I met her too uh, representatives from Ox Speaks and we we talked about so many great things we had a great conversation of where Ox Speaks is going we've had a great turnout of uh, ideas we want to do and they have invited me to uh, invited us to come on the show of Ox Speaks to talk about radio and they're going to ask me some questions and it's just going to be a great podcast and then later on we're going to be having Ox Speaks on the KLP Aftermath so it was a great meeting uh, it was great meeting the representative of Ox Speaks uh, I do uh, encourage everyone to go out there and follow their Instagram, follow their show on Spotify. They got a great show running and it's just, it's not going anywhere. They've got so many good things. The recording room over there in Oxford College of Emory University, they're building the room up for Ox Speaks and I can't wait because they're getting newer equipment. They're getting a, a new mixer. They're getting couple new headphones and i was just kind of telling them you know when you're running a, a podcast show there's it's a lot more than just turning on a microphone and recording yourself it's it's so much it's a whole production and, and i said this in previous shows before when we do our show nightly show klp aftermath there's the microphone there's the mixer there's the fountain power there's the computer there's the streaming service to make sure we're streaming right there's light kits there's green screens there's a script there's a teleprompter there's just so much that goes on to running a radio show and i was kind of giving them some advice to you and they were very accepted with the advice i i i told them they're doing something great and i can't wait to see the future of it um box speaks again follow their instagram over there at ox follow their show on spotify like it comment subscribe um they did mention that they have a forum on their instagram that they want to utilize for a lot of students to send in questions uh, reviews feedback and also rso's and well student-run organizations over there that have events coming out later on in the future send it to their forum so that way they can promote it on their announcements on their podcast because um, believe it or not there's a lot of students that tell me that they're they've been listening or they've heard of aux speaks now um very very excited for them i'm I'm happy to kind of be a part of it now. Uh, they already did have a faculty advisor. So the faculty advisor, that professor, they she beat me to it. But I did reach out and said to in our meeting, I said, you know, if they ever need an, a new advisor for some crazy reason, maybe the professor's busy and she just doesn't have time anymore or something else came up that she can't be the advisor. I told him, hey, I could be y'all's advisor. I am your co-counsel. I am your your consultant. If you ever need help with something, let me know. My office is always open. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for the future of Ox Speaks. Um, 
getting them some pointers and they they're sticking to the college uh campus so they're 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 not looking to to brand out too much to the world and i i completely understand that y'all believe it or not growth is good because you know with emory 94.6 we're international but maybe you have this organization that you want to just keep at home and you want to keep it in the circle of oxford college so i get it i understand it um i really and i told him this is what i said meaning i really hope they keep on to the the tradition of the show i hope that they don't start something for this month and then where you have the the current uh, president and vice president as they graduate to the atlanta campus they i hope ox speaks doesn't take a break i hope that whoever picks it up picks it up really well i hope no one picks it up and then put it down and then no one heard heard of their newest podcast as of yet because they haven't made it and they take a break and then they take too long of a break and then people get they forgot that they have a podcast and then that's it so i really do hope they keep on the to the train keep on the tradition of this podcast because t i told you and you know they're they're doing something there and i i can't wait for their future so moving on to of course the the juiciness of today's uh podcast here today you guys know how we have to do it we have our second page news and our first page news of course we're gonna talk about our second page news and basically this is a movie review of course officially on the klp aftermath you guys can uh see this movie right now on netflix and ladies and gentlemen we're talking about that new movie from Ryan. Of course, Ryan Reynolds is starring The Adam Project. Of course, you guys can read about it today. We published today's article from the Box Times. If you guys don't know what the Box Times is, of course, you guys can Google it, of course, out there, but also on the official Instagram of Kennedy Lucas Publishing's LLC. That is the publishing company that works on now, established this year, but works on Element Magazine, The Emory Times, and The Box Times. Of course, in The Box Times, Times we wrote the article reviewing the movie The Adam Project. And of course, I'm going to give you guys my take on this movie right now here on the podcast show, KLPF Math Season 2, live from the studio, of course. And I gotta say that this movie, this movie is really, really good. And this is not just your typical um sci-fi type of movie it is a sci-fi movie obviously but this movie is very heartwarming it's very heartfelt there's a true story to it and ryan reynolds pulled off all the stops in this movie of course uh ryan reynolds plays this character called uh his name is adam reed he goes through time of course his ryan reynolds character is you'll see him at the beginning of the movie spoiler alert by the way sorry guys i forgot to mention that spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie go see the movie right now on netflix because i'm about to spoil some things but adam reed played by ryan reynolds it is set in the year of 2050 he still he steals a ship from one of the um, one of the old bosses that's in the in the movie that's kind of I mean it's relevant but you know he time travels back into the year of 2022 of course where he meets young Adam Reed and very very excited for sure because that young Adam Reed is going through some things you know his father's not really in the picture in that year he's you know getting bullied in, in high school he's disrespecting his mom at home so he's just you know I don't want to say a trouble kid right T but he's he's going through some things as a young 12 year old of course getting bullied not having a father figure in that year and not not being respect not being respectful for his mom you know there's a lot of things that goes on with him he's lonely but then of course ryan reynolds adam reed the older adult adam reed comes back into the year 2022 of course to re redo some wrongdoings and kind of rewrite history and delete 
time travel, of course, because his wife gets killed by, um, uh, of course, uh, 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 it starts with him. I think it's love. I think it's Monica or Melanie. I, I can't remember now. I'm blinking now. But, of course, the main boss, uh, uh, Soren, I think that's the name of the company that invents technology. And, of course, he wants to rewrite history. He wants to delete time travel so that way his wife doesn't die. But then it's a tricky situation because once you, in this whole sci-fi thing, once you do something in the past, you know, it, it changes your future. That's the whole time travel. Of course, Back to the Future expanded on this. A lot of sci-fi movies expanded on on this Avengers Endgame expanded on this heavily. Of course, it was good to see uh, Zoe Zadana in this character. She plays Ryan Reynolds' wife, and it's very interesting that you have Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Zadana, and Mark Ruffio in this movie because those three are from Marvel. If you think about it, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Zoe Zadana with, with uh, Gamora, Guardians of the Galaxy, and now you have Mark Ruffio, Hulk to play in this whole different movie so that's really cool because it's kind of a networking kind of thing you have these mega superstars that are in marvel studios type movies and now they're doing a whole spin-off to it sean levi of course he is one of the directors of free guy he did i think he did a marvel movie as well i think he did um I can't remember what Marvel movie he did. I think it was Deadpool, honestly. I think Deadpool it was his work, I think. Comment below. I might be wrong on that. But it's really good to see Sean Levi work with Ryan Reynolds yet again and to perform a great movie. Um, this movie is very heartwarming because you have the, the younger uh, uh, Adam Reed, the, the kid, that, you know is getting bullied disrespects his mom and then of course uh jennifer gardner's in the movie she plays the mom and it's just one of those things that is just it's it's very heartwarming and heartfelt you feel you really feel for the kid right because everybody knows when they were 12 10 years old getting bullied and not i don't know about the father figure part because I, I did have my dad when i was 10 but um yeah I still do to this day but uh i you kind of feel for the kid right you feel heavily for the kid about uh doing some things out and just making sure and i had to look back y'all i'm sorry that that thunder kind of scared me a little bit you can hear it but um you you really feel bad for the kid because you know he's trying to figure his life out but as he sees his older self and of course the wife dies and and there's a, a story with the mom you know in, in, in ryan reynolds adam reed the, the older character you can sense that something happens to the mom right because there's a scene where you know after adam Reed, the older and younger kid they have a spat he goes out goes for a walk he goes to a bar and sees his mom back in the from the past and you can tell that there's a teary-eyed scene there you know uh going down to history and you can tell in 2050 adam reed brian reynolds character his mom possibly dies now it doesn't they don't explain like, they don't explain too much on that we don't know what happens to uh, Adam Reed, Ryan Reynolds, the older version. We don't know what happens to the mom, right? They didn't explain that on the in the movie, but you can pretty much put, pick up where he is very, uh, very emotional when he sees his mom from the year 2022, and he's from the year 2050. Where okay, something happens to the mom. Maybe she she dies. Maybe she gets kidnapped. Maybe she gets killed. It, we don't know. It, they didn't expand on that, but you can pick up on the emotion. Um, 
like I say, this movie is really, really good. I really recommend people going out to see this movie. Um, it's it's a great Netflix film, right? And you know, Netflix, we all know sometimes Netflix is a hit or miss when it comes to their movies. But this is a movie you do not want to sleep on. Uh, it's a great movie, and I was very engaged with this movie. And you know what I always say, T. And I've said this because we talk when we do our movie reviews. A movie is good when you're not on your phone and you're on the edge of your seat and you're really watching the movie. If it comes to a point where you're watching a movie and 90% of the time you're watching this movie, you're on your phone dabbling on social media, that movie's probably not good. So, um, again, The Adam Project is, is available right now on Netflix. I really recommend that you guys do that. Of course, um, Mark Raphael's character uh, comes into the mix of it because he helps out uh, Soren to figure out time travel. He's a professor and, you know, he's been kind of absent with the family because he's working on quantum uh, theory and and, and time travel. Um, When you see Mark Raphael perform his character, you kind of see a little bit of Bruce Banner from, of course, obviously Marvel because he plays Hulk and uh, Bruce Banner. But you can kind of see that, but then you can kind of see a comedic side of it, too. So it's just... It's very cool. You know, it's a very... It's not a generic story. It really is not a generic story. There's a lot of action into this, but it really expands more onto time travel and, and quantitative theory and, and time travel again. And, you know, it's that science type movies where we all make a movie about it. We all know the theory about it. But this is a movie that it's that, but it has a little bit of emotion to it. It has a little bit of sentimental value when it comes to these movies. So again, the Adam project, don't sleep on this movie. This is a movie I recommend you guys seeing. And if you want to read about my review, of course, we have it available right now. The box times by Kennedy Lucas publishing LLC. So of course you guys can go to that. Instagram is KLP publishing uh one word on instagram and then it directs you to issue.com if you go to issue.com you can type in kennedy lucas publishing is right there the adam project read all about it of course next t of course we've got our front page news and of course we are getting ready to talk about that delicious burger king now i say delicious as the thunder comes in and you probably you guys probably can hear that right now because that you know it's it's in the studio it's it's late at night it's it's raining y'all um, of course, we're going to talk about Burger King because I actually read about this tea a couple days ago and we couldn't get around to talk about it because we had other things to talk about this week. But I'm going to talk about it because this is a story that needs to be talked about. And now it's rare that I talk about fast food chains. I say to a lot of people, um, actually, a student had asked me, um, she asked me if I ate dinner and I, I told her, yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm more of a cook, though. I, I don't. It's rare that I go out to eat. And the reason why that being is because. As I work out, as the thunder comes in, y'all, you guys can hear that. That's coming. It's loud, y'all. It's going to it's gonna be like that for the remaining of the podcast. So I, I apologize. But the show must go on. Um, but I told the student, like, yeah, I, I, I mostly cook um, my dinner because, you know, I'm on a health kick. I try to eat things a little healthy. So you, you're not going to catch me eating at a McDonald's. You're not going to catch me eating at a Burger King that much. Um, I did eat a lot of Taco Bell in New York, though. Believe it or not, Taco Bell in New York is just, it was so scrumptious for some some strange reason. Um, but it's rare that I eat out. I cook most of the time. I bring my lunch or bring my dinner from my house to the office of this late night uh, because it's just a healthy thing for me. Thunder's coming, y'all. Uh, my producer's saying we need to wrap this up because we have lights and stuff on so we're gonna wrap this up real quick i'm sorry guys it's just you know the thunder's not 
Thunder's not playing ball with me. But Burger King's accused for false advertisement and lawsuit alleging Whoppers are too small. Of course, the suit accused of the fast food chain of making its food look bigger in the ads compared with what it's served up to the customers in reality now i wanted to read about this and this i might be surprised about this because again i it's i haven't had burger king in years y'all uh it's not the kind of uh, whopper burger king wants to be associated with but the south florida lawyer has filed a federal lawsuit seeking class action status alleging that the burger king is misled because uh customers by portraying its food as being much larger compared to what it has been served in customers in real life i think this is really this might be this actually might count as elephant in the room or because we don't have an elephant in the room but this might count as a bit because you guys are really out here trying to sue a fast food chain just because the burgers are smaller than the actual commercial you really gonna and, and maybe they might win this lawsuit right it's one of those things if they win this lawsuit hey you charge it to the game you you made some money off of this but you're really out here in florida suing a fast food chain because your burger is a little bit smaller than what they have on the commercials this is the one of the most dumbest thing that i've ever ever heard simply because i just wouldn't waste time over this if mcdonald's said that you know the fries look gigantic on the commercials that's what i want to pay for and i end up getting what i need just to, to satisfy my needs of my hunger i wouldn't waste time on a class action lawsuit because folks are out here greedy and eating this greasy unhealthy food i i just i'm really and i'm baffled about what people try to sue companies over for now if it's legitimately hurting or harming you financially or physically yeah it's a lawsuit right but buy another burger like i don't understand why you have the need to have a class action lawsuit because the burger is smaller than the actual advertisement if you want more burger just buy another burger these burgers probably cost about three dollars so it's nothing for you to just buy another burger so i i, I don't get the, the point of this lawsuit but this is the elephant in the room i guess is for today but the suit brought by attorney uh, anthony rosso alleges uh, that burger king began inflating the size of its burgers in images around september 2017 before that the suit claims that burger king more fairly advertised its food product today the size of virtually every food uh, item advertised by Burger King is materially overstated. The lawsuit says Rosso and the plaintiffs are, he is represented singling out advertisement for Burger King trademark whoppers saying that the entire burger is 35% <laughs> larger than the real life version. Again folks, honestly and this is me being on my health kick uh, just a little bit and, just, and I say just a little bit because there's going to be a time where I'm going to Chick-fil-A or I'm going to a fat not even i when when you think about the places i go for fast food i'm not going to burger king i'm not going to mcdonald's i think we all need to stop eating this um art of this this fast food sugary fast fat type of food i think we need to make sure we watch our diet um i think and then this is not a, a slander on burger king it's not a slander on mcdonald's because they're making but they're making billions of this right but i don't see the point of this lawsuit go eat a salad go eat something more healthy if you want a more out of your burger buy two burgers <laughs> buy three burgers if you're just that greedy i just don't think there's a purpose of this lawsuit 
I honestly think this lawsuit's not going to go that far. I think the judge is going to really laugh at this because I'm laughing at this lawsuit and saying, you just really ain't got no time on your hands. Why, are you going to work or something? You have zero time on your hands because you're advocating a lawsuit because you're greedy. I think this is a way for people to sue companies to get money because things are tight, right? Their money's tight these days. I think this is a way for him to say, hey, there's a way that I can try to win some money off this corporation because number one, I need money, could be the case, or number two, I'm greedy and I want a bigger burger. Again, if you want more burgers, if you want more out of Burger King, order and buy more stuff. These things are cheap. It's not gonna cost you a fortune to buy two burgers instead of one if that's the case i just think this is nonsense and believe it or not people are trying to sue everybody for the most ridiculous things that i've ever i can't even fathom to because it's just one of those things now and i i, I criticize a little bit I, honestly i'm a big advocate for health right I, I want people to go out there and start eating healthy i don't want people eating mcdonald's every day and burger king every day 20 years from now when i have kids and i say 20 because i ain't i ain't looking right now but 20 years from now when i have kids i don't think i'm going to expose my kids to burger king or mcdonald's they're going to eat start eating healthy whether it's it, it doesn't have to be super super duper healthy but i'm going to try my my damnedest excuse my french but try my damnedest when my kids are born 20 years from now maybe 25 years from now I'm going to expose them of healthy eating and, and exercise and make sure that what we're putting in our body is good nutrition for our body. I'm a huge health guy now because believe it or not, back in 2015, 14, I was a fat fatty. You know, I ate McDonald's, I ate Burger King, I ate Panda Express and all the unhealthiness. But as I'm getting a little bit older, right, because next month I'll be 26, I'm not saying that I'm super old, that's super young, but I'm starting to understand the, the ways of eating more healthy. And I think a lot of people should do that. Um, attorney uh, Antonio Russo, you just need to eat healthy, my, my friend. And this is not worth a lawsuit. I don't understand this lawsuit because I just I, I don't I don't get it. Before we close out today's show, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we're going to talk about women's basketball. Of course, yesterday we talked about South Carolina winning into the final four. But I want to talk about Purdue's basketball, women's bas basketball undergoing a massive roster turnover. Of course, this transfer portal is a double-edged sword. Yes, that's the quotation there. Great for containing teams to add the, the last piece of the content for a championship or detrimental to a team trying to evaluate the program. Of course, Purdue's women's basketball has fallen under later ladder category. Of course, since the end of the season, Purdue is now seeing four players put their names in the NCAA transfer portal. That's not good. Ahead of next year, of course, that was Janae Terry, Medid Ariyomi, Brooke Moore, and Rashana Kyle will be taking their talents to new schools in the coming months. Of course, on that top, on top of that, seniors, of course, Nigoya Ghani and Ajay Stallings and Rakia, uh, I can't pronounce her last name, are not returning either this is a huge upset for purdue purdue's a good school by the way it's a great pro program to be a part of i didn't go to purdue but I'm, I'm hearing that it's a great program and this is really sad and really unfortunate when you have players to transfer out the program to go to a different program um you want to try to keep 
especially when you're in university, you want to try to keep players in the same market. You want to keep them on your, your roster because these could be, again, these are four names that are in top spot in the NCAA. And now they're on the portal, the portal to be transferred to a different school, a different program. You can't really fault some of these players because you got to think about it, guys. This is college, right? This is a university to where maybe it's expensive for the players. Maybe their uh, scholarship is not enough to cover their expenses when it comes to their college credits and their college courses. So they're probably looking for alternatives to save money and to get a better scholarship. And honestly, some of these schools, and I think this next part, what I'm going to say, I think it's against the rules, but there's a lot of things where schools, other schools can go to a different school to recruit players out of that program into, into their program. If the money's right, right? And we do things where, hey, you show me the money, right? And I always say, always take the money, show me the money. If the money's right, then yeah, I'm going to consider transferring over to a different program. So that this could be the case too, guys. Um, this is similar to the last uh, season that Carissa McLaughlin, Tamara Fourquier, uh, Fatou uh, Dagami, and Kiana Trailer all transfer out of the program. Of course, that is. Uh, that is now a staggering nine players who have been transferred in the span of close to a year at Purdue. From the outside looking in, this does not appear to be this uh, chain between players and coaches. Rather, a new era of Purdue basketball is here. And it could be a new era, right? You know, Purdue's big, and I'm sure Purdue can recruit and, and go to these different uh, high schools and see players and see how good they play and then offer them a scholarship and get them tried out. So I, I'm not worried about the Purdue women's basketball not being the best because of these players transfer. Um, I think that these nine players that did transfer, they did what they might have done, what they had to do, right? Like I mentioned, um, maybe the scholarship is just not there. I know a lot of players scholarships have been kind of iffy the last two years, since COVID-19 and, you know, sports athletics wasn't performing in 2020. And then the beginning of 2021, everyone took a break. We couldn't play. And, you know, we can't pay you if you can't play. You know, this could be a whole bunch of different reasons why Purdue's women's basketball has a high rate of transfer for the women in basketball so you can't bond them too much t and I, you know hey when it times comes to where you got to do what you got to do you got to do what you got to do there's been many of obstacles to where i had to do some things where i had to do them because it just presented itself that way so uh, my best of luck to purdue university i think they can just, they can do a lot of recruiting and they'll get their player uh, status back up and they will be stronger than ever maybe who knows so we're going to follow closely with the ncaa and women's basketball throughout the month of april so that's going to wrap it up here on today's show the klp aftermath hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show please remember to like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel and spotify a video and if you're also listening to the audio version of it thank you share it with your friends letting you guys know that klp kennedy lucas was live tonight for another exciting show stay tuned for next tuesday of course we're going to be shutting it down last podcast of the week but next tuesday we're going to be coming back with so much more goodness for klp aftermath season two so that's going to wrap it up here i've been your host klp kennedy lucas tyrus lester over there producing us for tonight's show this is klp aftermath we'll see you guys in the next episode as always i like to say stay safe stay swanky It's the KOP Aftermath. You're locked into the man.
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, I'm Ayana Garnett. Hey, yo, this is Cardi B. What's up? It's Megan Estelle. You're in the mix with It's the KOP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.